0: Happy Friday everyone from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Christina Lee.
1: Hello, Robin.
0: Lars Gottrich. Hey Robin, hey y'all. Serena Turos.
2: Hey Robin. Happy Friday.
0: Happy Friday, and John Morrison. Hey, what's up, Robin? It's February 4th, and we're looking at the best albums out today, starting with 2 chains. His new one is called Dope Don't Sell Itself. got
3: your number, bitch, I've been erased it, all full of tin bracelets. I got my all filled with tin bracelets. I got an arm full of tin bracelets, all filled with tin bracelets. I got an arm full of tin bracelets. I got my arm filled with 10 bracelets. Hold up, hold up, she basic money stuffed in briefcases. Cases, beat be I cream. Man, I did the hook, Kareem. Man, it Michael Mirror jeans. Ain't it pussy, make me fiend lately. I just bought a team. Nigga, rest in peace to beam. Nigga, niggas ain't sipping no drink. You sipping Listerine, nigga, pocket side 380. But if they came with a beam, nigga, straight from ATL. Uh-huh. and to kente made a million dollars bootleg in my own mix tape the block was caliente put the and gloves on showed you how to beat cases if i ever got your number bitch i've been erased it arm full of tin bracelets i got my arm filled with tin
4: bracelets i got an arm full of tin this is
0: two chains the record is don't don't don't
4: don't sell it i can do this you can do this rob and i believe you can say don't 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 no, I don't don't
0: sell it. itself uh, the song we're hearing from it is called 10 Bracelets. This is one of the lighter cuts from the record. Uh, a good bit of the album's uh, a little grittier than this, but when 2 Chains announced the album earlier this month, he promised it'd be something new and exotic for him. What do you all think, John? I love 2 Chains off top.
5: Uh, he's really, in my mind, one of the slickest, like most clever MCs in the game. And at this point, it's dope to see just how consistent and enduring he's been and his career has been. And this record is it, Dope Don't Sell Itself. It's just like the title says, you know, he's talking about selling dope and getting money and dressing and Fly. And it's not a menacing record. It's a fun record. And it's kind of absurd, but like in a, a good, fun, fly way.
4: This record had me back. I don't I haven't lived in Atlanta in 15, 16 years, but this had me back in Atlanta, I want to be in a ridiculously tripped out ride cruising down one of the many peach tree streets. But instead, I, I ran errands and went to Target uh, listening to the album instead.
1: Which is also the lifestyle that Two Chains espouses for what it's worth. Like, I, feel, I feel like I can imagine this right in College Park. It's like there's no self respecting human being that should be able to pull off a line like here a pot, there a pot, everywhere a pot pot. <laughs> it took me a long time to figure out, like, where do I know that? And I was like, oh, it is Old MacDonald Had a Farm. Like, <laughs> oh my. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we should play a little bit of a, another song from the record. This one's called Million Dollars Worth a Game.
3: Tone. Yeah. Yeah.
0: made back truck in the coupe Only time I'm going back and forth Is for the juice They still got me in court, shit crazy
3: Only time I let a bitch record when I'm rain I'm famous, but can't shit change me, nigga A million dollar worth of gang These niggas I sold green, sold white, sold lyrics I mean, as man. you
0: say, John, it's not menacing, but a completely different tone from Tim Bracelets. Yeah. Yeah, two chains is real good at striking that kind of tension. Before we go to the next record though, can we talk about the really big news, which is that he was just named head of creative marketing for Crystal Hamburgers?
1: The most really? chains <laughs> news ever, ever. I missed that.
0: Uh, oh my gosh. I know. Uh, now, uh, Lars and Christina, I know you both know uh, about the healing power of crystal <laughs> hamburgers, but Serena and John, I don't know if you know crystal hamburgers. Not familiar at all. I okay. do not. Enlighten me. <laughs> well, do you know White Castle? Yes. The, yes. Little, the little square
4: hamburgers, they're like that. White so. Castle of the South. <laughs> yeah. but <it's laughs>
0: White Or, Castles, as, or so, you yeah.
4: could say that uh, White Castle is the crystals of the North. You
0: know.
1: Exactly, though. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Two Changs, the record, Dope Don't Sell Itself, out now on February 4th. It, I can get it out. Dope Don't Sell Itself. All right. Another big release out today is the new Mitski album. It's called Laurel Hell. Mitski, her new album, Laurel Hell, the song is Stay Soft. It's her first new album in four years after she took a break from music. Serena, she does some really deep soul searching on this record, yeah?
2: Yeah, I think this is, more than any album, I think this record describes to me what it feels like to grow up and realize that capitalism is a scam. I think Mitski's always had this through line in her music about The exhausting, dispiriting practice of labor and how awful it is to have to wake up and go to work. She has a record called Retired from Sad, New Career in Business, which I think is a great joke. But I think Mitski's evolved to the point now where it's not even a joke for her. She wouldn't joke about that sort of thing. After her tour for Be the Cowboy ended in 2019, she said that she was taking an indefinite break from music, but really that was just glossing over the fact that she was fully planning to quit music. I think the pressures of how extreme her fans were and the idea of selling your soul for money, which she joked about in a Genius music video for her song Nobody, I don't think it was a joke anymore. I think she was genuinely exhausted by the practice of excavating the tough vulnerable parts of herself. And on this album, I mean, surprise, she came back to music, and I think she coined, hopefully, a new 21st century catchphrase for the capitalist hellscape we live in, which is working for the knife. And I think this album is really fantastic. I know a lot of music critics on Twitter were kind of, you know, maybe upset that this kind of solidifies that Mitski's going in a pop direction and leaving more of her DIY grungier past behind, but this album really sonically reminded me of... Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA Hmm. and even some Depeche Mode. And I think the Bruce Springsteen connection is stronger than I would have anticipated. I think this is like an album about working people and what it feels like to wake up. And, you know, there's probably a German word for it, like the phone on which like every day gets worse, but you still have to get up and get used (laughs) to it. (laughs) You just have to get used to it.
0: Yeah, not as much guitar on this record as I think maybe some people would like to hear. But she still finds that space that she likes to occupy, which is partly because she has this way of letting darkness in, in a way that makes you want to embrace it, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense.
2: I mean, even the very first lyric on the album is, let's step carefully into the dark. And once we're in, I'll remember my way around. I think Mitski is very interested in, yeah, working her way through her own dark parts And now the music is is shinier to kind of belie that dichotomy.
0: She revisits that again uh, later on the record on a song called Everyone, where she says, and I left the door open to the dark. I said, come in, come in, whatever you are. But it didn't want me yet.
2: Yeah, I think Mitski has really solidified herself as just a masterful songwriter. I mean, most of these songs are less than two and a half minutes, and I was just bowled away by the end of them, just fully taken on an emotional journey from start to finish.
0: Minsky is the artist, her new album, Laurel Hell. And let's talk about one more out today before we take a break. It's from Animal Collective. It's called Time Skiffs.
5: God bless whoever
0: mixes these records. <laughs> right? I, I'd love to see so a So much layout. sound. Yeah. This is the band's first new album in six years. I honestly wondered whether or not they were just done putting out music after their, their last one, but they're back. And if you've read any early reviews, some are calling this a, a real return to form for them.
5: Yeah, this, this was a, a pleasant surprise for me. You know, as we know, Animal Collective were a huge band in the 2000s i liked a few of their records i really adored the panda bear solo record person pitch yeah um it appealed to my love of stacked vocal harmonies but Mm. also weird shit made on samplers and this one time skiffs it's a gorgeous record it has that same big sweeping magical feel from their earlier records and i really loved it and and had no expectations for this record or any record from animal collective moving forward i had also kind of filed in my mind like oh okay they're they're not really doing anything you right. know what I mean? or they're they may be done but yeah this one uh it,
0: it knocked me out in a good way i can't believe they've been together and putting out music it's been almost 20 years now all these guys are in their 40s and this record feels like a more mature record to me. You know, it's not as wildly experimental. It doesn't feel to me like they're reaching as, as in all these crazy, unpredictable directions sonically, and it's, it's a lot more inward-looking, too. It's big, and there's a lot going on,
5: and, you know, like I said earlier, like, God bless whoever mixes these records, because there's just a lot of sonic information that's being mm-hmm. handled, but it all comes together in a real lovely way.
2: Guys, if you want to feel really old, I'll let you know I took a history of rock class in undergrad and we ended with Animal Collective. Oh, dear. Oh,
1: I've never felt as old as I did after that, that Animal was Collective combo. Oh, my God. Gotcha. Uh, I was, did you see that?
0: Did everyone see that McSweeney's article that was getting passed around about dad rock and what it, yeah. s- what it said? Oh, about?
1: yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, the,
0: the most depressing thing to me was that all these bands that I love are now considered dad rock. Animal Collective is the band. Their new album, their first one in six years, is called Time Skiffs. We do still have a couple more albums that we want to play for you this week and a quick lightning round of other notable releases out now. But first, we need to take a quick break.
1: This message comes from our 2022 lead sponsor of NPR Music, State Farm. To celebrate their surprisingly great rates, State Farm invites you to discover the surprisingly great genre Lowercase. Definitely unlike anything you've ever heard before, lowercase music is created from remixing ambient sounds like crumpling paper and smashing light bulbs. Give it one listen, and you'll never look at paper the same way ever again. Now that you've discovered lowercase, take a minute to discover State Farm's surprisingly great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
0: It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton, and we're taking a quick look at the best albums out now on February 4th. We start the second half of the show off with the rapper Saba. His new album is called Few Good Things.
6: Tell us the rabbit Even in the winter time, they identifying all these niggas dying Ain't no breaking time for the bacon swine. Is a peace of mind worth leaving everything you knew behind Move another time and hope the trauma don't amount to what you do in life. Cause some people didn't make it doing life. Yeah, my people need vacation on an island. All the people say we made it sort of line. I got no alliance to no corporate buyers. Raise the mortgage high, I'ma stand my ground like a fucking squatter. My father told me that the world was mine and I believed him. My mama said I was a heathen. My grandma was the one to feed us. I'm the one to pay my sister's tuition. I should probably go to the meetings. My grandpa's smiling with no teeth, then my cousin's still supposed to be here. Hey, 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 raised below poverty. Now I keep a sacred geometry, I'm on my circle, I'm training for mayhem, but y'all I'm a triangle cause I saw silly niggas then change up, I'm on my square like a planer. be careful, they armed and they dangerous for diamonds, some niggas is spiraling, they want us in boxes but can't contain us, oh my god, I'm trying to move better, what's really eating when you from a full desert? I see the newsletters, can't listen to them, they be moving too careless, this album's confessions of a man moving quick, wonder he regret it, once I make a band and get rich.
0: Saba, the new album, Few Good Things. This cut is called Survivor's Guilt. He's a Chicago rapper. We've been following and loving for a minute now. Uh, his last album, 2018's Care For Me, was on our best of the year lists when when that one came out, and Christina Saba has said that, you know, he wanted this album, Few Good Things, to be the complete opposite of Care For Me, but I was totally captivated by this album.
1: It's interesting that we're picking that cut because that is one example on the album where sonically people might be like, wait, this is Saba? Because, you know, even for those who remember the Tiny Desk, I think that was more akin to what people were expecting out of indie Chicago hip-hop at the time, where there's really lush instrumentation and the music in itself kind of harkens back to the spoken word and the poetry roots uh, that's inherent in hip-hop. So Sapa does branch out a little bit in terms of sound. He also features G. Erbo in the Alp later on along with Crazy Bone and Black Thought. But in terms of subject matter... And in terms of how he builds a narrative, he's just as captivating of a storyteller, especially given the subject matter on this album.
4: Rodney Carmichael has a conversation dropping with Saba today on Friday about this album. And I've already heard the conversation and it's a really deep look at how Saba is thinking about longevity. He is thinking about where he wants to be 10, 20, 30 years from now. And so like the sounds that he's making, the things that he's thinking about are are very clear in that push and that drive to make something that is unique to himself, but also speaks to something much larger than himself. Because the thing that he said that really struck me in this conversation was that, I'm telling these stories about myself, but these stories have been told for generations. And that kind of put this whole record in perspective for me.
0: I love the range on it. It's really, it's very slick and it's very sly and cool. It hits really hard, but then, you know, it's also really sweet at times and, and sentimental. I, I loved hearing his mother leaving voicemails on the cut make-believe. I thought that was really sweet. I want to play a little bit of another cut. We heard Survivor's Guilt. This one's called 2012.
6: Yeah, two students that had each other back in the world against them who barely showed up to class once they had each other's attention. I'm down to spend every minute that I can to her limits. Cause usually she down to kick it until she gets tired of niggas. Music's our common interest. We rambling about Kendrick and Kid Cudi. I'm trying to put her on to shit that she missing. But she had everything. I mean, everything I was listening. So I even gave her my tapes and hoped she would try to listen. The kind of bond where it get hard not to fall in your feelings. But she talking about friendship. What? A similar commute, we on the same side of town At her school close to my campus So when I get off the bus, it's fuck it, I'm about to go down there I've always struggled to converse if it wasn't a verse Social anxiety, it got me stumbling on words But I always speak my mind and shit when I'm with her
0: Love the bird sounds Yeah and It's this really sweet moment between these two kids, right? I just got pulled into the stories on this whole whole record like that
1: Yeah, that's a really great example of how I think Saba presents a really full concept with each album, right? So with this particular album, the lyrical theme that I think kept popping up is about generational wealth. And I think it's in that last title track, too, where he has this perfect verse that sort of ties everything in a bow. Um, But it's talking specifically about this idea with generational wealth. There's also the generational trauma that sort of precedes it, Mm. talking about how his sort of hustle and desire to build that wealth is based on generational inequality. He's talking about how, I think the line is something akin to, like, we've been drowning here for centuries, black and brown identity. So he is a way of, like you said, Lars, like, just... Really thinking broadly and conceptually, like bringing these deep conversations to the forefront. But at the same time, he also manages to make it seem really conversational. It presents a sort of talking points that I'd want to have with a really good friend as we look out to the horizon and consider our own futures.
0: Saba is the artist. His really incredible new record is called Few Good Things. And we're going to play and talk about one more album for this week's show. But let's take a minute to flag some of the other notable releases out today. Lars.
4: Glenn Donaldson is a guy who's been making all sorts of different music for decades. He was in a group called the Sky Green Leopards. But in the last few years, he started a band called the Reds, Pinks, and Purples. And he is just mining 80s jangle pop, shimmery, shoegazy sounds all in one place. And it's clear that he is absolutely in love with this period of time and music. And he has a new record out called Summer at Land's End. He puts out a new song like basically every month. So this is like an opportunity to hear a cohesive version of his work. That's the Reds, Pinks, and Purples. Christina.
1: So the R&B singer Tank is coming out with an album this week. It's called R&B Money. And at first, I was really looking forward to this because in the past few years, especially with the song, When We, he was... Hitting new commercial strides, I think, when we topped the adult R&B songs chart back when it was released in 2017. And emphasis on the adult, too. Like, this wasn't (laughs) stale or anything. But, um, you know, sad to say, R&B Money is also going to be Tank's final album. Mm. Um, As he's revealed over the past year, he's going deaf in his right ear, and he's also undergoing an extreme case of vertigo, which made it challenging to even record this album. Um, so I was looking forward to the album already, but I am sad to hear that it's going to be a final chapter of sorts.
5: That's that's crazy. I know. Um, yeah, I, my absolute uh, favorite record right now is uh, by a Brooklyn rapper named Lord Queso. His album is called More Chores. It's out on the PTP label, which I love. This album, More Chores, the production is gorgeous. Lord Queso has a very distinct fly-like energy and, and character on the mic. And a lot of the songs talk about family, heritage. There's there's a lot of respect and reverence that he pays to his ancestors. It's really already one of my favorites of 2022, and it just came out this week. Serena.
2: The Welsh artist, Kate LeBon uh, made one of my favorite records in 2019 with Reward, which was nominated for the Mercury Prize. And her new one out today is called Pompeii. And I think Kate LeBon's always doing something sonically unexpected that really catches my ear. And uh, she's one of those artists where I just have to replay it over and over and over again. It's, it's not even an earworm. It's just a mystery that I have to unravel. And this one I think is really fantastic. It's called Pompeii.
0: And I'll just mention Black Country, New Road, their new record, Ants From Up There, is out now. And this comes just as the band's lead singer, Isaac Wood, announced uh, earlier this week that he's leaving the band for health reasons. Uh, And uh, the band has canceled all of its upcoming uh, performances. They've canceled their tour, but the band is not breaking up. Ants From Up There is the name of the new record from Black Country, New Road. And also there's this band called Los Bichos. Has anyone heard of them?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> their their new one is called Let the Festivities Begin. This is their debut record. It's this is a group of women from London, and they make this really cool instrumental music that's like surf guitars mixed surf with all these,
4: Exotica. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all cocktail these like, music. It's all in there. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. Fun.
0: Cocktail music is a good way of putting it. It's it's sort of like a more party centered krungben if you if you listen to them At all, debut album from Los Pitios is called "Let the Festivities Begin." All right, one more record to hear for this week's New Music Friday. It's from the singer Aaron Ray. It's called "Lighten Up."
1: Any mention of the coast,
0: I think of you the most before shall or
1: all salty air suntan it was a year ago today you sure
0: remind me of? Is it Sharon Van Etten?
2: Maybe a little bit. I saw her open for Bonnie Light Horseman, and I feel like that was the perfect audience for her.
0: Erin Rays, the singer. Her new record is called Lighten Up, and this song is California Belongs to You. Kind of appropriate because she has this really early 70s, sunny California folk vibe.
2: Yeah, she worked with the producer Jonathan Wilson, who's based out of Topanga Canyon. He's worked with artists like Father John Misty and Dawes, and this project is just so cohesive. I feel like the production reminds me a lot of uh, Casey Musgrave's Golden Hour where Mm. the vocals just really shine and the arrangements are so beautiful and intricate and lush that they just propel everything up upwards it's really really beautiful.
4: The thing about Erin Ray is I've seen her a number of times over the years I, I, I absolutely adore Erin Ray. she has a vo- voice that just kind of floats me up to the clouds and I'm happy to be there with her and every time I see her the, the arrangements of her songs are always different and that I think that has a lot to do with Erin herself but also her partner in crime Jerry Bernhardt and she digs into like a little bit cosmic country, a little bit of country funk. She, she does the Laurel Canyon vibe. She gets a little bit more straightforward indie on this. It's, it takes her out of like her comfort zones in Americana. and As the title so aptly sums up, lets her lighten up a little bit because the thing I've always appreciated about Erin Ray is that she's the calm and the eye of the storm. All of our songs are are typically about anxiety and worry in a world that feels like a little bit too much. But here's this voice that's not coming to tell you that everything's okay. It's just kind of holding your hand as, it's probably not going to be okay, but at least we're doing this together. That's nice, right?
2: That's Robin Hilton core right there. No,
4: it's not going to be okay.
2: It absolutely will
0: not be okay. But it's okay that it's not okay.
2: Yeah, I love music that's at its core... You know, selling the message: be kinder to yourself, and I think that's mm. exactly what this record does.
4: To bring it all back to the beginning, this is like the opposite of Two Chains. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, instead of like having these big bangers that are really that are fun but gritty, here's here's Aaron Ray with these light and fluffy songs that will make you consider your your weight in life.
0: Aaron Ray Two Chains collab. Hell yeah! I mean, can, both can of them love happen? California
1: just for very different reasons. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Aaron Ray is the singer of a Lovely Record to close out this week's new music Friday. It's called Lighten Up. Thanks so much, everybody. Christina Lee.
1: Thanks so much, everybody. This was fun.
0: Serena Turos. Thanks, Robin. Lars Gottridge. Hey, thanks, guys. And John Morrison. Hey, hey, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this week's New Music Friday. As always, you can find a list of everything that we talked about in the podcast description for this episode. And you can hear full versions of the songs we played and more in our expanded New Music Friday playlists on Apple Music, Spotify, and on our website at npr.org slash allsongs. And for NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Robin Hilton. I hope you have a great weekend. Be well and treat yourself to lots of music.